Welcome everyone, welcome. Waiting to get started on Podbean, the millionaire of the diamonds. Good morning, Lise. Good morning, Sylvia. Good morning, Joanne. Good morning, Raluca. Here with me on the Zoom. I love seeing you guys. I always say uh, I'm Italian. I need to touch people. I need to hug people. Can't do that now with COVID, but at least I love Zoom. At least I get to see a few faces. Uh, for those of you on the live, now I turn my head, Marie-Pierre, you know, because I think they see me here on the live. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this morning. Um, and it's very important what I'm going to share right now, even if you heard me say it a hundred times for those following us on the podcast in French, actually 210 hours. I think Jean-Philippe is keeping count. Okay. Um, the vision, because it's chapter six of, of the digital communication age is very important that you hear this. The vision of the podcast is to have a thousand millionaires. These are people that thanks to the podcast, the millionaires of the diamonds, they were able to become debt-free. We were able to clear their mortgage, but most importantly, we're making enough money to help somebody in need, okay? Now, for those of you with me on Zoom, how many of you would love to help somebody else financially? Like, raise your hands, like seriously, because that means we're so well off, right? So I always say to Sylvain, this year, uh, Sylvain is going to be your year where you're going to send money to your family in Senegal that you met when you did your teaching experience when you were young and you began as a teacher. You didn't know why you met that family, but now that you're earning over $400,000 a year, you know. Now that you're a millionaire, you're mortgage-free and debt-free, you know this is the year you can send them money. So this is what it's about. But this is the big vision. And our mission is to create a community, not to create. We, we created, created, let's talk and it's done. We've created a community where we can level up together. So for those of you that are moms at home or dads at home, this is your community. Let's level up because if you're going to be talking um, to the same people every day, you're going to get the same uh, responses such as, did you see the, the election, how close Biden and Trump are? Did you see COVID-19, the numbers today? Did you see how hot it is? That's global warming. Then tomorrow it's going to be cold. Did you see how cold it is? I can't believe snow is coming. So you understand the type of conversations that I call them conversations that go in circle. Hey, Stefan is on the English one. Welcome, welcome. Uh, so you want to be able to pull out of those conversation and go into conversation like um, my desire is to be a multimillionaire. My desire is uh, to, to be able to have my own business and choose the hours I want to work, putting my family first. So this is a community that you have to intentionally be part of, right? You know, I, I was writing something for the podcast today and I said to Marie-Pierre, no, no, I got to erase this. I don't say in my vocabulary the don'ts and no's and can'ts. I, I can't even pronounce it because I've been trained for, my, my gosh, for 37 years in my MLM on what we can do and not on what we can't do. So I had to rewrite something in Maria's vocabulary. So welcome 
to today. For those of you that is the first time you're joining us, we left the subject. Uh, it took us, what, three podcasts, Marie-Pierre, to be able to cover the subject. Um, what matters to other people, discuss what matters to other people, and discuss in a vocabulary on what matters to other people. Three podcasts, okay? Because that's five podcasts. Thank you, Marie-Pierre is giving me a sign. Five podcasts. That means there is a deficiency in our generation in talking about what matters to others because everybody's about me, myself, and I. You want to be a social media phenomena. You want to have followers that you have true relationships with. You, we need to learn how to discuss what matters to others. And I know, Sylvia, you just started your lives, and I love it. Keep asking them, if I were to cook tomorrow, what would you love for me to cook? Or is there anything you've tried it before and you don't and you have a hard time doing it? Maybe we we can do it to get together. So discussing what matters. And today is leaving other people feeling a little bit better because they met us. So let's take it away because I'm very ambitious today. I want to be able to cover the entire chapter in one podcast because that's how good it is. And I want to challenge you, millionaires of the diamonds. And I hope you you accept the challenge, okay? Uh, challenge you making other people feel wonderful. So let's begin right away. So today, leaving other people feeling a little bit better. Now, remember, we're going to start with our, our spouses, our spouses, our children, our, our community, or like our neighborhood, our friends, family, colleagues, neighbors, right? As I always say, our business, the people I work with, very important to put into perspective. I can't treat my husband less then I'm going to treat you, Sylvia. If I treat you well, Sylvia, and I know I'm able to make you feel special, that I make my husband, Mohammed, feel special before you. Because it's important. Because if I can't do it to my husband, then I'm faking it with you, Joan. It, it's got to be authentic. So begin with those that matter in the home, those living under our same roof. So let's take it away. I, I have a wonderful story I want to share with you. As you know, I've been in my multi-level business for 37 years, 33 of those years with my husband, Mohammed. Mohammed, he's the brain. Like what I mean by the brain, he's the one who manages the money. He, he's the one who, who manages uh, the, the construction. Like he's the, the uh, la matière grise, the, the gray matter in the family. I'm the talker. Anybody surprised? Hmm, that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, so I'm the talker. I'm the one that has the extravagant ideas. And Mohammed is the engineer. So he analyzes my extravagant ideas and then helps me to put them down on paper to make me realize either it's irrealistic or it could be done, but not in 24 hours, maybe in 24 months. Right. So that's Mohammed's role. And together we've made an amazing, amazing team. We have sold our first franchise and we bought a second fr franchise in the Gatineau area, Ottawa area. And when I worked in the Ottawa area, I hadn't decided to move there. So I would leave every Monday morning. So I want you to understand the word sacrifice here. My youngest, Yasmin, was only two years old. I would leave every Monday morning and come back every Friday night. While Yasmin, that was two, 
Nadia that was four and Hamid that was six were at home with Mohammed and the living, right? And, and sometimes I could go by a month without seeing my children. So understand that I know the meaning of the word sacrifice. Okay. And understand that to have something in life, we need to be able to sacrifice. Now, it's a mutual agreement with me and Mohammed. Now, because Mohammed is at home Monday to Friday, and often he would drive down to Gatineau because it wasn't virtual like today to do the accounting and whatever on Saturday and Sunday. Let me tell you, as a couple, we kind of said hello in the corridors as one went to sleep and one woke up, right? Okay. I brought home the deposit. Back in the days, the deposit, you would pay me and not the MLM you're working for. If you're working for the MLMs now, you're, you it's all... Um, uh, it's all on the internet. So you're paying them directly. Back in the days, you would place the orders through me. I would collect the money and then I would pay Tupperware. So we used to have deposits, cash deposits of $30,000, of $20,000. And Mohammed used to make the deposit. But when we moved to Hall, got to know that area, I was in charge on Fridays before taking the bus, coming back home, back home. Why I had to take the bus? Because I didn't have a license anymore. I got too many tickets, right? So before taking the bus to come home, there was the bank just downstairs. Like I popular. My job was to make the deposit, the cash deposit, and then take the, um, the bus to the Barry Metro bus station in Montreal. Now, always running like a chicken without a head. I didn't do the deposit. I have now a duffel bag. I want you to visualize a duffel bag. Yes, like you see in the movies with $35,000 cash in it with $5 bills, $10 bills, $20 bills, right? Because that's how people paid our orders back then. And I said, ah, doesn't matter. My cousin's with me. Uh, Geraldo was visiting from Italy. He's with me. He weighs like 300 pounds. I'm not afraid. We're taking the bus together, right? So we take the bus together. Yeah, yeah. We take the bus together. I, I see you, Sylvia. And we, uh, I fall asleep on the bus, but it's okay. I have Geraldo with me. Who cares, right? 300 pounds. He looks like a gene. I mean, who cares, right? That that all goes well. When we 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 arrive at uh, Barry, Barry um, bus station, wherever they drop off, us off, we take a taxi. Now, back in the days, it's not like today you Uber it, so you have the coordinates, who, who's, whose taxi you went in. And I had the duffel bag, yes, like you see in the movies, hanging around my, my, uh, my shoulder on, on my side. I sit in the taxi, and for some reason, I removed the strap to show my cousin something. And when we arrived at my home, I left the duffel bag, yes, like you see in the movies when they're rubbing the bank type of thing, in the taxi, okay, in the taxi. So get out of the taxi, taxi leaves, and as I'm about to open the door to my house, my cousin is, is, is staying at my home, I do this. I hit my chest, and I go, oh, my gosh, Geraldo, where's the money? Where's the money bag? Like in the movies. I'm not walking in my house and telling my husband, those were back in the days where every penny counted to pay our, our creditors, to pay uh, Tupperware brands. Pay, I mean, this, this money, it's, 
It wasn't change in my pockets. It made the difference between paying rent and not paying rent. So my, my father lives right in front. So now I, I get a panic. So instead of going in my house, I cross the street and I go in my dad's house because I have the key, right? I go in the house and I take his phone and I'm dialing, trying to figure out which taxi we were in. But I mean, just $35,000 cash, man. And there's nothing I can do. Two hours later, it's 5 a.m. in the morning. Two hours later, I have to accept the fact the money is gone. I have to accept the fact the money is gone. I have to accept the fact that I got to go home and tell Mohammed about the duffel bag that he always yelled at me, make the deposit before you take the bus. You never know what can happen. They don't listen. So, Geraldo is with me. I know he's going to pull less of a fit because we have visitors. Okay, so walk in the house. I walk in the house. All the lights are open. The house is like a Christmas tree. I don't get it, right? Usually he's sleeping. He's up. He goes, hey, guys, you know, I wanted to wait for you. I made coffee. My husband doesn't make coffee. I make hus my co coffee for my husband. So how, how was the ride? My heart is pumping. Literally, you can see it pumping through my sweater. I said, Mohammed, I have something to tell you. And I grab all my courage and he's listening to me. Tell him the story. And him, he's going, it's okay. My wife, first of all, he's making me feel good, right? Making someone else feel special. You know, my wife, it's okay. Things happen. Next time you're going to listen to me. Hey guys, I'm telling you the story this morning on the pod beam and I'm getting, I'm pulling a sweat just that you know. Okay. Just telling you the story. So long story short, the reason he was so nice it's because the taxi driver had come back when he had noticed that I had left the bag in the car. Okay. He had brought it back. And I know my husband compensated him very, very well to encourage good deeds. Okay. And I know the taxi driver knew what was in the bag. Nobody brings back a bag without opening it. He saw it was full of cash. And he knew he could have ran away with the money and I could never have traced him. I asked you the question, what would you have done if you were that taxi driver? What would you have done? What would you have done? So Mohammed made him know that what he had done was an outstanding act, okay, by compensating him. Because you see, Mohammed is able, he's such a great man. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to inviting him to the, inviting him again, inviting my husband to the podcast. <laughs> okay. So you can meet him. He under, my husband understands the value of the details of the big picture. He didn't have to learn it in a book somewhere. It's his upbringing. He understands the value of making other people feel special. And that those acts of Mohammed, I believe, was the, the energy that made the cab driver take the bag and bring it back. See, when you make other people feel special and you take care of other people, life or God, in my words, will take care of us. The bag came back. The young man was compensated for it. But remember, what would you have done? What would you have done? Somewhere along the way, we are taught to keep 
always our eye on the prize, which means the big picture. We learned the benefits of the big goal, which is good. So the millionaires of the diamonds, the big picture, have a thousand millionaires. Okay. Uh, my real estate business, the big picture, earn eight digit income yearly with passive rental incomes. My multi level marketing, the big picture, sell a hundred million dollars per year, if not even more, right? Okay. Big pictures are good, but we need to keep in mind that the opportunity is in the small details. So, what's the small details? It's the vision of the. The big picture is the vision. The small details is the mission. So example, the vision for the millionaires of the diamonds is a thousand millionaires. But the mission is create a community that levels up where in the small details, I know you, Sylvia. In the small details, I know you, Joan, even if I've never met you. You see, uh, the vision for the real estate, eight-digit income. But the mission is to provide quality living. So we're not going to put a door when we construct our real estate property that's empty. We're going to put a door an inch and three quarters thick so that our rental customers, when they go to bed, they don't hear the outside noise. It's in the detail of the wood finishing in the apartment versus just plaster. Do you understand? It's in the so provide the mission is providing quality living at affordable prices for those people that don't wish the, to own a home and with the troubles of owning a home. My multi-level marketing, the big picture, the vision, a hundred million dollars. But the mission is giving back control to families in the details of saving money, saving time, and healthy eating. So many steps come between the vision and the mission. And if you truly want to make people feel special, remember, it's not in seeing the big landscape. So like, like an artist, you look at the big landscape, you see the mountains, the snow on the mountains, the river, the, the, the fields of grass. But in the painting of each blade of grass, so the vision is getting this on a board, but remember, it's in each detail of the blade of glass. It's in each detail of the sparkle in the, in the river and in the detail of each snowflake on the top of the mountain. Big difference between inspiration and implementation. Like the artist, to replicate the big picture, it's in the details. We must focus on the small things. Nowhere in life, is this truer than in human relationships? Okay. What would be the Mona Lisa without its subtle smile? Okay. In the same respect, your biggest and best intentions for a relationship needs to level up with the people you are following and the people that are following you. But to be able to do that appropriately, remember to do it first in your own family and then with your own friends. And now you master the art to do it with your employees or with your multi-level marketing. Inspirational intentions is the big picture. But without the small acts of kindness, of service, of generosity, of aimless 
servanthood, like you just, you're, you're just at the service of people. There is no power in what we are want to achieve in life. So Marie Pierre wants to give you some tools on how to concretely leave people better off than before they met you. Yeah, so I always, uh, I was always thought that if you borrow something from someone, then you return it in the same or better condition that when you took it. So what if we did the same thing with people? So you can write in the pod bean uh, with us, uh, what if we did the same thing with people? So if you're on the live with us on Facebook, you can write on, in the comments too. So what if we did the same thing with people? That's the question. So every time we interact with someone, we are borrowing their time and energy. So what if we left them in the same or better shape than what, when we approached them? So we all know these people who can just suck the oxygen out of your personal space. They just tired, tired you out. So worse yet, there are those who can suck the energy out of you. If you ever met one, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So what if each of us did our very best to leave everyone better than we found them? So remember, people will not remember what you said or what you did, but they will always remember how you made them feel. So what if we made people, uh, what if we made everyone we came in con contact with feel better? So you can write it in the pod bean or in the live with us. What if we made everyone we came in contact with feel better? So how can we accomplish that? So that's what we will cover today. So the first is courtesy, civility, and manners. So we can start with the basic. Say hello and goodbye. Please and thank you. All the open doors, waiting our turn, and general politeness. So we can control our attitude and not take it out on random people. We can treat others the way we would like to be treated. It sounds elementary, <laughs> and indeed, these are the most of the social skills we are taught at young age, but sometimes it seems as, as if these very things become uncool <laughs> as we age. <laughs> so there are many theories on why this has become this way. The fact that our society has become more casual or the more age of the selfie. The age of the selfie. Maria. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> okay, so uh, with the age of the selfie, or the polyphilation of the reality show that model bad behavior uh, as if, if it were something to strive for. So whatever the reason, it is easy enough to change it. As individual, we can decide to change it. We have the power. It doesn't take a group, it just takes one. We can do it even if everyone else is not doing it, just us. Now, being present. So it is so easy to get distracted with a fast-paced world. I know we are all guilty of this. 
me first. <laughs> I'm in the line paying for my grocery and I'm so focused on what I need to do when I leave the grocery store and I, I just mumble an answer to the clerk that barely resembles a sentence. So I have to work on just focusing on who I am working with so that I can adequately practice courtesy, manners, and civility. So technology can also be a distraction. Who can relate to that? I think everyone. <laughs> we all been at the restaurant where everyone at the table is on their phone communicating with someone, but not those that were uh, with. So giving our individual attention to the people in front of us will not only give them a sense of importance, but will most likely give us a sense of connection as well. So now, acknowledge the positive. So many people are quick to point out the deficit in every situation. If we don't like the service we receive, if we feel we've been wrong in rush our traffic, if something isn't up to our expectation, people get vocal or become active on Yelpers, if you know Yelpers. <laughs> so what if we showed uh, our appreciation and thankfulness when something met or exceeds our expectation instead of just the bad in every situation? So you can write in the Podbean. So what if we show our appreciation and thankfulness when something met or exceeds our expectation? A sincere thank you can go a long, a long way. Most people told day in and day out to do the best at their job, rarely getting noticed. So it doesn't take that much time or energy to let people know that their hard work has been recognized. So now, patience. Patience is so important. <laughs> so sometimes when things aren't going so well, it is just best to be patient. Everyone makes mistakes and most people are quick to remedy it. So the person we are dealing with may be new to what they are doing or not feeling well or maybe dealing with some heavy personal issue and are doing their best to carry on. So giving them the opportunity to make it right could be the small uh, respect in their day. So it, uh, it is all, also the fair thing to do. After all, no one makes a mistake on purpose. Mm. I know that I always feel bad if I messed something up and just want the opportunity to fix it. Most people do. So leave them with goodwill and intent. It is almost too simple to tell people to have a good day and mean it. If we wish goodwill on everyone who came across our path, and they did the same, it could be revolutionary. So if everyone encountered each other with the intention to bless them that day, it could change the course of their day or even our own. So we have the power to make the difference. So now we have a challenge, you know, on the Thursday and Friday, we like to do the challenge. So we challenge ourselves in the next week 
to focus on leaving people as good or better than we found them. That is an excellent social experiment. So yes, uh, I plan to focus on this challenge more than just for a week, but for now we uh, ask you to do it for only a week. So be intentional to leave them better and please post on the L'Emiliana des Diamants group Facebook the, the results of your experiment. So between now and next Thursday, go and make them feel better and post on the group so we can have your result of the challenge. I love the challenge. Who, who's up to it, making them feel special? Okay. Remember, there's two ways to have significance uh, in people's lives, to, to be significant in people's lives. Number one, you can do something really, really good. Or two, you can do something very, very poor and scandalous. I mean, honestly, it's the only two ways. And unfortunately, I want you to know that the easiest way and the one that really uh, gets people's attention is the scandalous one. I mean, I don't, I won't, I won't mention any reality shows, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. So the real key to winning friends and influencing people today is moving, re moving relationships from manipulative to meaningful. And the only way they can be meaningful is by making them feel special. Okay, let's all write it in: making them feel special making them feel special. The only way to do this is by constantly adding meaning and value to other people. So if you are with your family, your son, your children, your husband, how can you add value? Well, catch them doing something good. That's it. The more you focus on the good they're doing, remember the duffel bag? Okay. The only reason it came back with me, it's called karma. What you emit out will come back to you. Always check on which side the scale is tipping. Are you adding less value and trying to um, portray yourself as a superstar? Or are you adding value to the people and working on the fact that they are the stars? My husband is the James Bond. My son is the best young man in the world. Nadia is the best statistician in the world. Yasmin is the best uh, tax lawyer in the world. I add value to them. I treat them like my superheroes. Now they have to live up to that. I don't catch them doing something bad. I'm always tipping the, the scale more value. I'm pouring confidence in them. I'm pouring self-esteem. So when it comes to you guys, it's easy. Because I practice where it matters first in my own home. So I need you to embrace the challenge where you intentionally are working for the next seven days on making people feel special. And once you get a reaction that you didn't expect, please use the public platform, which is yours and mine, the Millionaires of the Diamonds, to go share there. So don't be, I want to close off with this, don't be a glory hopper where you're just looking at how many followers you have. Remember, the philosophers and the religions of the ages said it best, do to others what you would have done, what you would have them do to you. Okay? Leave people a little bit better, and you'll be surprised 
how your life will be better. Like mine, I can tell you, I lost my duffel bag with $35,000 and it came back to me. I lost a diamond ring. I won't even tell you how much it was worth. And I found it after the winter. It had melted in the ice and there it was on the asphalt. Okay. And I couldn't go on and on and on. And I know that all these incredible stories, I can spend an evening sharing with you. Even the time I lost my three carat diamond ring in a club on Champs-Élysées in Paris. And we went back and there was my diamond rock in the middle of the dance floor while everybody was jumping and having fun dancing. And I came out of the club with that diamond in my hand. And I said, Mo, we found the peace. I know it's karma. I know it's karma, guys. I know it's karma. You know, in my words, God is watching. Give him a good show. God is watching. Give him a good show. And the best show you can give him is making his children feel awesome. Amen. Okay, bye, everybody. Thank you for being with us in English. We're going off to our friends. Okay, and I really wish for you to embrace the challenge. Bye, everybody.